Do I believe in soulmates? That's a great question. Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. I hope everyone's having a great Friday night. If you can't already hear it, I just woke up from a nap. I was supposed to take a 30 minute nap, end up turning into a four hour nap. <laughs> but it was needed because I was so tired today and I wanted to talk about um, a couple of different things like kind of related to past lives, soulmates, do I believe in polyamory, um, relationships, and manifestation. Kind of all tied into one. So if you want to listen, great. But if you don't, then that's also great. I can't force you to listen to me. <laughs> so yes, do I believe in soulmates? I do. I do. I do. I, I I believe that we have multiple soulmates and that doesn't mean that every soulmate that we have is romantic. I think that we do have a romantic soulmate. I think that we have a soulmate in the form of a friend. Um, I think that we have multiple soulmates when it comes to friendships and like professional relationships. Um, do I believe in polyamory I totally respect it but it's just not for me I don't like sharing I, I do believe in the typical you know um two people together and that's it but hey if you are polyamorous and you're listening to this channel I I have nothing against it it's just simply not for me and that's okay <laughs> but um I I believe that you know, I, I think the concept of loving more than one person is often misconstrued a lot. And just from my past relationships, I've had a hard time with that struggle. Um, I, I was in I was in a lot of emotional, emotionally abusive relationships where I felt like I wasn't allowed to say I love you to my friends. And if you're in that relationship, get out of it. You don't want to stay there. It's not fun. You're allowed to love more than one person and it doesn't have to be in a romantic way. God, if I could just stress that every day to everybody, I think I would I would be like a millionaire. <laughs> um but yes, so I I also believe that when you're feeling sad or down and you realize that you're missing something from life it's because it's true and it's not always seen with our conscious eye right so when we when we feel like we're missing something in our lives it's often our soul telling us that we need to manifest whatever it is that we need to manifest and the tricky part about that is that we don't know we might not know what it is until we realize it in the future or we know what it is and it's hard we feel like it's hard to do you know like we consciously go about our day and we get distracted and that that is what happened to me i about i want to say about last year back in december i started to realize what my soul was aching for and the reason why I felt really sad up until December is because I wasn't feeding my soul what it really wanted. Um, last summer, if you would have seen me, I was about 215 pounds. 
I wasn't really going down a great like path for myself mentally wise and physically wise and my soul was like hey wake up (laughs) go get some exercise and I wasn't listening and I became so depressed to the point where I wound up in a hospital and I I you know like I don't know I don't know what it's like um, going into a psych ward in other countries, but from my experience, I was not in a psych ward. I was in, I was in the in-between. I was like the, the patient that got admitted, but had to wait 18 hours in a holding room because they were evaluating whether I needed to go to the actual psych ward or if I got to go home. And luckily I got to go home because I wasn't that, you know, I'm not psychotic and I'm not saying that people in psych words are psychotic, but it was just weird because I remember having to sleep on a plastic chair for like 18 hours. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not how you treat people (laughs) when they're in crisis. Um, but whatever, I'll, I'll get into that topic another day for another time. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that my soul, um, was trying to tell me that I'm worth something and that's the message that my body was trying to tell me and I think that people think that when it comes to self-worth it's often related to financial um, things and love when it's not always that your self-worth is is what you what you're worth it's it's such a broad statement but it's something that I think that everybody needs to take a step back and reflect on and figure out what their self-worth is. Because once you figure that out, um, you know, you gain so much confidence. Like your self-worth might be living your best life as a single mom or your self-worth might be owning your own company like me and telling other companies that you're not going to work on a commission-only like structure. (laughs) (laughs) And your self-worth is putting in the work to create something beautiful that you feel comfortable in. That is what self-worth is. And it's so much more than that as well. I I feel like I could write a whole book on self-worth. But um, my body was really aching for that self-worth because I, I own my own company. And what we were doing, um, as a lot of, a lot of startups... Um, one of the main reasons why they fail in the beginning first few months is because they're not really open to change. They're afraid to take those risks. And I think that I had a little bit of an advantage with starting my own company because that's my background is I've always worked for startups. Um, the only time I've worked for like, um, you know, a, a company that has been well recognized was like when I was 22 but other than that I've only worked in the startup space so I know what it is like to you know potentially have your company go down the drain if you don't work hard enough during the week to get sales like I was so accustomed to that and I think I think that's what really made me very resilient and strong with my company is because I knew that that you, you know, I knew what needed to happen. I knew what I needed to do when I woke up and I'm, I'm proud. But the one thing, the, the one ingredient that I was really missing was, um, I never, I never within a startup company, like 
understood costs or acquisition or negotiation because I always worked in the sales department. So when we'd get like a new client, I would set up the meeting and I would be there for the meetings, but I, w- I really wouldn't be behind the scenes because, you know, my CEO would, would do all of that work. And it was my job to, you know, be a salesperson and get more and more meetings to book and close more sales. But I learned that by being an entrepreneur, I had to go behind the scenes and look at acquisition, look at the costs. Um, look at contracts and that's something I've never done before and I I was depriving my soul of of financial freedom and that is exactly something that I needed because I'm like I need to move to the UK I've got you know my boyfriend lives over there I really want to be by his side as well Um, I want to explore new cities And I told myself, I was like, that's not going to happen unless you manifest financial freedom and tell yourself that you are worth it and that you do have the expertise to do what you're doing. Because I think I also suffered a little bit of imposter syndrome as well. I would often question like, oh, I'm only 26. How do, why do people come to me for advice? And why do people like even want to work with me and I I got so wrapped up in that that it nearly destroyed my positivity like every day like I still I still went through the day and would work and I'm a hard worker but like having that mentality I was just like why am I doing this like why and I had to really like step back for about a week I remember I I stopped doing anything with my company for about a week and I wrote down all the things as to why I started this company, you know, what's my mission, what do I want to do to help others and that that reward started flowing in and I'm like, okay, if I'm going to help others, they have to um, help, it's like help me to help you in a way. So I wrote down like all the fees that we would charge because what we do is we do sales for other companies. So it's like, okay, if I'm going to make a hundred cold calls per day for you, um, every day, five days a week, this is the amount that I'm going to charge you plus the commission. But then if it's like, okay, if you only want 50 calls a day, or if you want a, a set number of meetings booked per day, I wrote down like everything that we could possibly go over um and it it started the universe started to speak to me and was like hey Cass (laughs) good job I'm gonna reward you so um after after like realizing that we got our first paying client and then um what I also realized is like I'm like um I'm like a shotgun (laughs) if that makes sense so I was contacting all these companies to work with us, to like come work with us. And we have a few in the pipeline. Um, they are taking forever because I know that some need to raise funding. And I did say to them, hey, we'll work with you once you have the funding and can pay us because we're not going to do it for free. But I then once I got my first paid client, um, I remember speaking to somebody and they were like, hey, they were like, you have, they were like, okay, you have your first paying client and you got accepted into the Cisco program. And for anyone that doesn't know Cisco, they're like the telecommunication gods of, of, you know, everything. They're, they're a multi-billion dollar company. And my, my, um, colleague was like, and you got accepted into Cisco. She was like, Cassie, 
stop you know she was like put she was like you have a lot going on right now she's like put your foot down right now um you can always acquire new clients in the future she was like work she was like stop working on your company and start working for your company she's like you've been doing a lot of work on your company which is great now start doing work for your company like start making those cbd sales start connecting with people start learning about cisco and really hone in on a specific focus and you will see rewards that you've never seen before and so i sat there and i I, because i kept thinking like oh i want to acquire new people we have to start making money um i kid you the fuck not her her wise words worked like they worked. I started really focusing on CBD. I learned, I learned all about the hemp plant. I learned about the benefits that it has to offer. And we've now got, um, I think over 30 spas and organizations that are receiving samples. And some of these, um, spas, you know, their revenue is over a million per year. And um, I got a call from my colleague the other day. She's like, we're doing a fantastic job. Um, It's going well. And then I started really focusing on Cisco and learning about how to sell cybersecurity. And I scored um, four huge meetings with multi-billion dollar companies. And it's just crazy because I can't say anything, but one of them is actually looking to possibly buy like multiple licenses and it's just like you know I I'm really glad I took her advice on that because you know I was I was kind of like spitfiring myself everywhere and I was getting really exhausted I'm like wow I, I I'm focusing on CBD technology and I, I talked to my business partner the other day I'm like you know I really do want us to grow and acquire new clients yes but I, I finally I finally understood that we need to focus on the two you know biggest clients that we have right now to succeed and then once we start growing I told him I was like I could hire more sales people and sales reps to focus on the other accounts that we're going to get in the future but since it's just you know a few of us working on these accounts right now I didn't want to you know, um, overstretch myself thin. And I also wanted to come in and focus on something that I knew would be worthwhile, that I knew would give me the financial freedom, that I knew would give me the power to be able to make smarter decisions in order to grow my company. And I see that happening now. And I'm thinking, holy fuck. (laughs) Why didn't I do this before? But I, I do have to say I'm, I'm glad that I realized this now because everything I did before is what led me up to this moment. And I started, um, I started doing more manifestation things. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like new to man- manifestation if you want if you say that. I, I think I don't know, some people claim that we've been manifesting things our entire life, whether we realize it or not. But I think I'm what I meant to say is I'm consciously new to manifesting things. Like I and my anxiety's gone way down, by the way. Like it it's just crazy. I used to get panic attacks like once a week and now I think I only get them like once every two weeks, which is just like 
miraculous for me. Um, so I started manifesting that I am going to be a more of a spontaneous person. I started manifesting being a morning person. I started manifesting um, not feeling guilt, guilty or shamed for wanting to relax and have fun because that's something I would all, always shame myself for. Um, like I, I think like I would always think in work, like you're not allowed to have fun. You have to work, 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 and that's it. And I, I started like actually manifesting, um, time management skills. So now I, I, I have a set like work, um, and social work and social life balance. Like I work really hard during the weekdays. Um, and then I allow myself to see my friends on the weekends. So I'm not like, you know, um, isolating myself. And I used to do that like all the freaking time. And now that I've stopped doing that, I've, I've met so many people. I've, I've, I, I haven't gone to so many places cause of COVID, but like I've, I've gone to like, you know, different places within my mind. Like I've, I've traveled to different depths of having, you know, these conversations with people and reconnecting with people. And some of the people I've reconnected, I've realized that they haven't changed a bit and that they're just not for me to stay in my life. But manifesting good and positive vibes is something that has become so utterly important to me. And I'm just like, you know, if, if you're not going to manifest those vibes or bring that energy to the surface, then I don't think I have a place in your life and you don't have a place in mine. And that is completely okay because we're not all meant to be in each other's lives. We're just meant to live our best life. Wow. I spoke a lot. <laughs> Almost for 20 minutes. Um, well, guys, I just wanted to say thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my talk about manifestation and especially self-worth and a little bit of love. Um, I will definitely try to make more episodes every week and I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm a little bit raspy, but I'm about to go watch a movie with my dog well my roommate's dog because she's gone in virginia right now we're gonna have a movie night so oreo i'm gonna i'm gonna eat oreos and the dog's name is oreo so i've got like snacks set up we're gonna watch rom-coms we're gonna you know get underneath the soft blankets and we're gonna have some fun Alrighty, bye everybody <laughs>